0: Love, Talk Radio. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, depending on where you are, and welcome to Hope for Today. My name is Naja E. Brown, and I'm your host. We thank you for your support and participation. Hope for today is an outreach program of Yield to the King Ministry, and our hope and prayer for our listening audience is that you hear something that is encouraging, life-altering, or prompting you to study the Word of God. We welcome your comments anytime. You can reach us through our website at www.yieldtothekingministry.org. Today's podcast is The Outcome. Home Runs for the Homeless. So back on August 1st of this year, I did a broadcast and it was entitled Home Runs for the Homeless, Impacting the Seattle Area. And that is Seattle, Washington in the United States. And I talked about our plans for our first annual fundraiser with Silent auction, And the reason for the fundraiser was because Yield to the King Ministry wanted to increase our feeding program that reaches people standing on the street corners with signs saying, I'm hungry, anything helps, I'm a single mom, or I've got five children, or I'm a vet, you know, the people that stand on the corners who are hungry and they're asking for some sort of donation. But we also reach people who stay in overnight shelters, tiny house villages, day centers that are only open during the day, which means that the people who access the day centers during the day have to go somewhere for the night, and then also the tent cities. Today I want to talk about the outcome of the first annual fundraiser with silent auction. So it all happened on September 23rd. And Yield to the King Ministry, we did raise funds, and I'm not going to divulge exactly how much we raised because the money isn't actually tallied yet. There are still donations coming in, and so I'm working on coming coming up with the bottom line figure. But more than 50 people attended the event, and it was absolutely wonderful. It was at one of our local restaurants in Renton, Washington, which is a suburb of Seattle, Washington. We had available to us, through donation, 63 silent auction items. And these items included goods and services and a lot of unique handmade merchandise. So we thought that a good way to approach our fundraiser, because we were asking for people to give to the organization, that we would give back. So we planned a night that was full of fun, food and delicious uh, delicious food and fellowship. And we had prize drawings. So about every half hour we gave away gift items to the winners. So there was, a, you know, a ticket, and everyone had a, a ticket, and we put a ticket in the basket. And our giveaways included local grocery store gift cards, local restaurant dining cards, gift cards. We had uh, gift cards for a well-known fast food chain. We had movie theater tickets and car wash tickets and so on and so forth. And so the audience and the, the attendees were really engaged, and we had the, the, the prize drawings about every half hour. And then at the end of the evening, when everything was over, we also gave our uh, attendees what we called a gift bag, and it was full of goodies. So Home Runs for the Homeless had a baseball theme, and in keeping with that thing, we gave them a bag full of goodies, which consisted of peanuts, cracker jacks, and then little solid chocolate baseballs. So we had a lot of fun. So, of course, it's obvious the focus was to raise money and to offer our participants a well-run event, a place where people could come and have a good time and also learn a little bit more about to the King ministry. But something happened before the event actually happened, and I want to share this with you. One evening, I watched a docudrama on George Mueller. Mr. Mueller was a Christian evangelist and the director of the Ashley Down Orphanage in Bristol, England. He was born way back on September 27th of 1805 in Copenstedt, Germany, which was Prussia at the time. And then he died March 10th in 1898 in Bristol, United Kingdom. Mr. Mueller is best known for opening and running orphanages for the destitute children in Bristol. But the wonderment of it all is he built his orphanages by prayer. God provided for all his needs. I want to read to you an excerpt on um, Mr. Mueller, and the excerpt is written by J. Gilchrist Lawson. And then I also want to share with you something that is uh, a part of the highlights of the autobiography that was put together for Mr. Mueller. So Jay Gilchrist Lawson says, among the greatest monuments of what can be accomplished through simple faith in God are the great orphanages covering 13 acres of ground on Ashley Downs, Bristol, England. When God put it into the heart of George Mueller to build these orphanages, he had only two shillings, and that's 50 cents in US currency, In his pocket. Without making his wants known to any man but to God alone, over a million four hundred thousand pounds, and in parentheses, it's about seven million dollars in U.S. currency, were spent, were sent to him for the building and maintaining of these orphan homes. When the writer first visited them near the time of Mr. Mueller's death, there were five immense buildings of solid granite capable of accommodating 2,000 orphans. In all the years since the first orphan arrived, the Lord had sent food in due time so that they had never missed a meal for want of food. It has been documented that Mr. Mueller housed over 200,000 orphans. This is what the, the, the outside cover of the autobiography of George Mueller says. What can be accomplished in an ordinary man who trusts in an extraordinary God? That's a question. George Mueller discovered the endless possibilities. These excerpts from his diary allow Mueller to tell his own story, join him on his journey from a life of sin and rebellion to his glorious conversion, share his struggles and triumphs as he establishes orphan homes to care for thousands of English children, depending on God's response to his prayer of faith to supply all things. Mueller's unwavering, childlike dependence upon his heavenly father will inspire you to confidently trust the God of the impossible in every area of your life. So what is that saying to me? Well, I watched that movie, and I had actually read about Mr. Mueller years ago. I'm going to say maybe even 25 or 30 years ago. And I remember being so inspired and encouraged to know that this What he accomplished, housing over 200,000 orphans over decades, was accomplished through prayer. But I think what was even more profound for me was that he never spoke a word of his want to man. He only spoke and voiced it to God. And he knew the God that he served, the God that oftentimes looks like, We present our circumstances like it's impossible, but God is a God of possibilities always. So I went into this first annual fundraiser with silent auction with the focus, I have to be honest, with the focus of raising funds. I mean, that's what nonprofit organizations do. We have to ask for funding. We have to, you know, uh, recruit volunteers to help us carry out the work and uh, the mission of the organization. So Yield to the King ministry has many facets. Our Hope for the Day podcast is just one arm of the overall organization. So we've got this feeding program. We also have a prayer ministry. And it does take funding to to run and operate. So my focus, though, to raise funds sort of shifted after I watched that docudrama. And I thought to myself, what are the possibilities if you truly depend on God and God alone to provide for you those things that he's capable of giving you, especially because you're doing the work that he's asked you to do? So I mentioned to someone that I know very well that I had watched this docudrama, and the first response was, well, times have changed. You know, we're 21st century. You're talking about a man who lived back in the 1800s. And I said, yes, times have changed, but God has not. So I look at this and I say, here's an opportunity for me to exercise an extra measure of faith to go to the next level for my faith to be in action and to trust God and to speak to God and ask God. Well, he already knows what the organization needs. He already knows what it is he wants me to accomplish. You know, when I did the podcast back in August, on August 1st, you know, clearly I shared with my listening audience that God gave me this assignment, And it is because of him that I'm doing what I'm doing today. And in the promotional material for that August 1st podcast, I said there was a dialogue that went on in my head, and it sounded something like this. This was God. I'm going to bring about a change in your life. Me. What sort of change, God? Please do show me. 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 Please show me if it's my heart or my attitude. God, I want you to start a faith-based organization, a non-profit organization, and dedicate it to me, and I want you to help those in need. And I ask back, Lord, a new organization at my age, how am I going to do that if I'm working every day? God, you may take off from your job, and I'll care for you. Be ready to give up some of what you have and what you are used to doing Me. Really, Lord? But I'm not ready to retire, nor am I prepared. God, do what I've asked you to do. Trust me and watch me work. And that's exactly what I have done, and that's exactly what I intend to continue to do. But trusting him and watching him work has a new meaning for me since I watched that docudrama on George Mueller. The scripture that comes to mind is Isaiah 25 and 1, the New American Standard Version. Oh, Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will give thanks to your name, for you have worked wonders, plans formed long ago with perfect faithfulness. And that truly is the God that we serve. A God who has a perfect plan and his perfect faithfulness will carry out the work. All we have to do is respond in obedience and watch him do the work. In the promotional material for this podcast, I said our event was a success, and it really was. And why was it it so successful? Because the Lord always backed a home run 100% of the time, and he wins. We are on his team. He took our plans, the plans of Yulet to the King ministry and the fundraising committee and all those who had some input, he took our from first, second, and third bases, and he slid our team on in to home base. It truly was a home run for the homeless. And then the Isaiah scripture just sums it up. He had plans formed long ago with perfect faithfulness. So I want to say, can we really grasp the mind of God? His ways are above and beyond whatever we could imagine. Our first annual fundraiser with Silent auction was a wonderful, God-honoring event. The feedback was... It was a good event, well run. I met a lot of nice people, and people donated. People had delicious food, and to God be the glory. So I invite you, too, to take that extra step to allow your faith to be in operation. Talk to God. Tell him what it is that's on your heart. Pray and believe That he has a perfect plan that will be carried out in your life. We all can say, to God be the glory. God bless you.